Hallelujah. Can't forget. Can't forget. Jesus is real. I know the Lord is real to me. I just have a question this morning. Is Jesus real to you today? Hallelujah. Is Jesus real? Is Jesus real? Is he real? Is he real? Is he real to you today? Is he real to us today? Hallelujah. This is the Lord's day. We're glad about it. We're excited about it. We're excited about being in the land of the living. Excited to know that there is a God. How many know that there is a God today? How many know that there is a God today? There is a God today. I want to be absolutely clear that the body works. Amen. Hallelujah. That the body works. The body works. The body of Christ works. We are the body of Christ. When we put our hands together, we're at work. When we open up our mouths and begin to praise the Lord, we're at work. When we think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for us, we are at work. We have to be at work in the body. And I want you to know this morning that God is real. Amen. Can you lift up your hands? Hallelujah. Can you lift up your hands? The Bible says that, that, that everything that have breath, praise the Lord. Is any breath in the house today? Is any breath in the house today? The only noise that's going to be in the house today is the noise that we make. Hallelujah. And noise is important. Hallelujah. Noise irritates when noise is in the wrong place. Uh, late at night when you're trying to sleep, if there's noise, amen, that kind of noise is irritating. But the Bible says make a joyful noise unto who? So that kind of noise is good. That kind of noise is good. Another word for that noise is praise. Hallelujah. Come on and praise the Lord with me. Come on and magnify the Lord with me. Come on and lift up the name of Jesus with me. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. The Lord's the fullness thereof and them that dwell therein. Our soul do magnify the Lord on today. We are going to move forward in God. I know that there are musicians on the way. There's an organist at the organ. There's a drummer at the drums. Amen. But let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. Sometimes we have been guilty. We have been guilty. There's no exclusion in it. Let's just switch mics. Just give me number, number three. Sometimes we have been guilty, praise God. Sometimes we have been guilty of allowing things, amen, to move us in a place where we shouldn't be. Sometimes we become dependent on things. I have been, we've been dependent on this and this, amen, this and this, sometimes forgetting that this is the church, hallelujah, that this is the church. I grew up in High Hill AME Church, the first church that, that, that branched off from the slave church where the black folk used to slit, sit up in the balcony and the white folk used to sit down after Emancipation Proclamation was signed, it branched off, and I'm going that way this way today to help me to help us get to a place where we our souls are leaping and magnifying and blessing the name of the Lord and during that time praise God High Hill AME Church it just was a brick building amen hallelujah some brick steps praise God it had a red clay dirt road a red clay dirt road hallelujah and when we got out of the wagons before we got the cars when we, before, because when it rained, you couldn't drive the car up there. The road was too bad. Uh, so when we would get out of the car and you could see people coming in the church, 
you would see the red clay mud, the tracks, red clay mud into the white concrete, right down on the wooden floor, praise God, right down on the wooden floor, right, uh, red clay mud. And then the pews that we sat in, praise God, it had three pieces of board that represent the back. One piece of board, uh, another piece of board, and another piece of board. And then as a carpenter would say, Brother Sam would know what this is. It was an L shape. Hallelujah. And then you had one piece of board, one piece of board, and another piece of board. Three pieces, six pieces of board made up the pews, praise God. It had no cushions on them. It had no cushions on them. And that floor was a wooden floor. That floor was a wooden floor. So all the music and the instruments, praise God, was and clapping of the hands. Hallelujah. And we had church. If we had church then, we can have church now. Hallelujah. We had church then, we can have church now. Hallelujah. So Jesus is real on this morning. Jesus is real on this morning. And we're going to make some noise. We're going to make some noise. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing a couple of songs, maybe, maybe just one. And uh, when we do this, praise God, the, the, the system is designed uh, that it will catch something, it will block something out. So even if I'm singing a song in a cappella, uh, I sing it good enough so they block it out. Hallelujah. But that's okay. We're going on anyhow. Up in the balcony, thank God for Brother Bell, Brother Ken, and all of them up in there. We're working on that, praise God, and God is blessing us. We've been faithful over a few, and the Bible said if you be faithful over this, these little things, I'm going to make you rule over many. So I thank you for the faithfulness, Greater Harvest. I thank you for the faithfulness, Body of Christ. Do not lose your faithfulness. Do not lose your faithfulness. Do not lose your hope. Do not lose your joy. Do not lose anything. Hold on and keep praising and blessing the name of the Lord because praise is coming for the upright. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells, joy bells. Joy bells keep ringing in my, yes, Lord, keeps ringing in my soul. Oh, yes, Lord, keeps ringing in my soul. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, keeps ringing in my, hallelujah, keeps ringing in my soul. Oh, hallelujah, keeps ringing in my soul. Hallelujah, 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 keeps ringing in my, hallelujah, keeps ringing in my soul. Oh, hallelujah, keeps ringing in my soul. Hallelujah, 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 keeps ringing in my, yes, Lord, keeps ringing in my soul. Oh, yes, Lord, keep ringing in my soul. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, keep ringing in my joy bells, keep ringing in my soul. Oh, joy bells, keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells, joy bells, joy bells, keep ringing in my soul. Hallelujah, keep ringing in my soul. Oh, hallelujah, keep ringing in my soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, keep ringing in my soul. Come on. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Matthew 18 and 20 says, for where there are two or three, hallelujah, where there are two or three, hallelujah, are gathered together, I am it gathered together in my name, hallelujah, there I am in the midst. Do you believe that scripture today? Where two or three are gathered together, where two or three are gathered together, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost said that he is in our midst, amen. Jesus said it. Amen. It's in red, but the Holy Ghost is repeating it today. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Do you believe? Hallelujah. We believe in the sanctuary. In the sanctuary, we're on our feet. In the sanctuary, we're praising the Lord. In the sanctuary, we're clapping our hands. In the sanctuary, we're giving God the fruit of our lips. I bless the name of the Lord. God, you've been good to us. You've been better to us than we have ever been to ourselves. You constantly look beyond our fault and you see our need. Oh, great is thy faithfulness, oh God. And we thank you today, God, that two or three, two or three of us, we're gathered together, Father, and we're lifting up the name of Jesus. And Father God, you said when we lift up the name, when we call on the name of Jesus, Jesus said it himself. He said, if I, I, I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, Jesus said, I would draw. Thank God for the drawing power. Holy Ghost, have your way. Draw us in closer today. Give us a word, hallelujah. A word that will heal us. A word that will deliver us. A word that will cause things to break on the inside of us. A word that will cleanse us. A word that will restore us. A word that will refresh us. A word that will revive us. A word that will encourage us. A word that will help us to think like you. A word that will help us to move from a place of disobedience huh, to a place of obedience. Huh. A word, God, that will heal. Oh, God, thank you because we understand that is you and you alone, God. And we thank you for it. Millions didn't make it, but we're one of the ones who did. So we stand as a living testimony. I am a living testimony. You are a living testimony. We are a testimony to the true and living God that it's in him that we move and have our being. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We call out Sister Whitfield's name. She's in the hospital right now. And God, we're asking in the name of Jesus, publicly father, standing before a great crowd of witnesses, we're asking that you touch her body in the name of Jesus. And not only Whitfield, but all the others, God, around the world and throughout the nation, those who are calling on your name in the name of Jesus, that area, Father God, whatever area of the body it is, we know that you're able. You can do all things. Nothing is too hard for you. And we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for a labor of love. We thank you for sacrifices. We thank you for being born again. We ask you to forgive us and cleanse us of all of 
our unrighteousness and create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit in us. God, yes, we're believers. 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 We believe in Jesus Christ. You're the head of our life. Cleanse us. Cleanse me. Forgive us. Forgive me. In the name of Jesus. And we claim. We claim our rightful place. Hallelujah. Praise. Praise. Praise marks the spot in the name of Jesus. Praise marks the spot. And we thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for bountiful blessings. We thank you for bountiful blessings. We thank you for pouring out. No, no, no. We thank you that the windows of heaven are open. And you're pouring out a blessing. You're pouring out a blessing. Even now, you're pouring out a blessing that we don't have room to receive. I thank you for my blessing. I thank you for my healing. I thank you for my deliverance. I thank you for my breakthrough. I thank you for my everything. Everything. I thank you for my everything. I thank you for my everything. Paul said it. In everything, I'll give you thanks. And like Paul, we've been through the rain. We've been through the storms. We've experienced heartache, sickness, and pain. And down through the years, God, you've been good to us. Down through the years, you've been better to us than we've ever been to ourselves. And down through the years, God, you upheld us with your grace. Down through the years, you've kept us with your mercy. Down through the years, you covered us with your love. And God, and God, right now, in the midst of wherever I may be, yes, Lord, down in the valley low, yes, Lord, on the mountaintop of contentment, yes, Lord, I'm going to give you my praise. I'm going to give you my praise. I'm going to lift my hand in the sanctuary, and I'm going to bless your name. Yes, 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 God, we're grateful. God, we're thankful. We're thankful for what you have done. Thank you for what you are doing. And we're thanking you for what you're going to do. So I'm looking, looking to the hills. But when cometh your help and show that my help, my help, my help comes from the Lord. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Help us today, God. Help, Lord. Help the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. Homeless everywhere. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Lying, cheating. Stealing, backbiting everywhere. But help, Lord, help us today 
encourage us today where two or three are gathered together. Hallelujah. You're in the midst. So we thank you now for being in your presence. If you're in the midst, that means we're in your presence. And in your presence is the fullness of joy. So I've got the joy. Oh, oh, I've got the joy of the Lord deep down on the inside and the joy of the Lord is my strength today yes and because the joy of the Lord is my strength I have peace I have peace I have peace that the world did not give me I have peace that the world can't take away. Yes, I have peace that surpasses my own understanding. I have peace like a mighty rolling river. I have peace like a mighty rushing river. I like rushing better than rolling because a rush of joy comes with force and I like that because the kingdom of God is suffering violence and the violent we must take it by force not by marching not by shooting not by looting not by cussing not by fussing but by praying and coming together and realizing that wherever two or three are gathered there I am in the midst I thank you Lord I thank you God I thank you God for being in the midst I thank you God for being close enough close enough that I can reach out this day and touch the hem of your garment I've come to myself and I realize that I've come too far. I've come too far. I've come too far to turn around. I've come too far. Look where. Y'all don't hear me today. Look where. Look where. Look where. Look where it brought me from. We all have that testimony. We're just testifying together today. Look where. Look where. Look where. Look where he brought me from. I used to be in darkness. I used to be confused. I used to be looking nowhere. But I thank God today that I'm looking that I'm looking to the hills for which cometh my help and all of my help all of my help all of our help it comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth he is our God he is our creator he's our everything everything moves because God speaks and if God speaks it's got to move move God on our behalf and we've seen the scriptures and the scriptures are supported we have authentication by historical 
We have we have historical data. We have empirical data that God that God that God is real and is real to me. I thank God that when we look, I thank God that when we see, I thank God for when he touches, I thank God that Jesus is real. He's real to me. He's real. He's real. He's real. He's real. Sometimes when I'm feeling low, yes, there's no way to go. Jesus, Jesus comes along and he makes me strong. Anybody been strengthened by the Lord? Just wave your hands and just say the Lord has given me strength. Oh, y'all ain't working with me. The Lord, he's given me strength. The Lord has blessed me. The Lord has touched me. The Lord has brought me out. Jesus is real. Jesus is real. And I know he's real. Sometimes when I'm feeling down, no one else around. Jesus is a friend that helped me to find myself. Jesus is real. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that he is real. He touched my body just early this morning. Activity of my limbs moving on my behalf. God, I know you're real. God, I know you're real. And you're real to me. You're real to us. And we stand on Matthew 18 and 20 today. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst uh, Matthew uh, 18 and 20 uh, where there are two or three uh, and we're thankful today uh, that we're in the sanctuary uh, thankful today uh, that we're in the Lord's house uh, on the Lord's day uh, but just in case uh, later on this week uh, if you're by yourself uh, in the car uh, I want you to know uh, that there's four of y'all in the car uh, whenever I begin to ride around uh, and think I'm all alone. The Holy Ghost reminds me there's one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Ghost. And me make one. So I'm never, y'all don't hear me, I'm never, never alone. And he promised never to leave me. He promised never to forsake me. He promised that he'll always be with me. He promised that wherever I am, he would be there. Never to leave me alone. Never to leave me alone. Can we testify this morning? I'm never alone. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. God is with me wherever, whenever. God is with me. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, come on, clap your hands for the Lord. Uh, come on and clap your hands for the Lord. Uh, come on and clap your hands for the Lord. Uh, clap your hands, all ye people, and all ye people, bless the Lord. Uh, I thank God for this day. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. Uh, anybody thanking and praising and magnifying the Lord for this day? Uh, I know yesterday some things had happened, uh, and I know some things happened during the week, uh, but I thank God for this day uh, because he's brought me thus far. Uh, he's brought us thus this far, uh, and we thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. Uh, our scripture text says Matthew 18 and 20 today, and the thought for today is where there's two or three. Hallelujah. Where there's two or three. Hallelujah. Where there's two or three. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we'll work with that down the road. Uh, but it's very important today that we understand what's happening in the news this week. Uh, not that the news does any direction for us, uh, but we lift those things up uh, in the church uh, to let us know that we are aware of some things that are taking place uh, in the nation. And prayerfully, when we implant these things, uh, when the Holy Ghost gives us these certain things, praise God, uh, at some point during the week, uh, as we're moving through the week, uh, we can pray. Hallelujah. So when we look at the news today, amen, from this week, uh, Senator Joe Mechen, uh, Mechen, he probably Mechen, praise God, he met with civil rights leaders to talk about the restrictive voting bill that's been passed in 14 states. 14 states across the nation, they really have put legislature in place, amen, to, to, to make the voting process challenging, to make the voting process challenging, amen. So 14 different states have reluctance, and, 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 and Senator, um, in that interview, Senator Mitchum, he was very reluctant to support the John Lewis Voting Act. We know that Senator John Lewis, uh, the senator that always say, I'm going to make good trouble, I like that. I like good trouble, praise God. And so we, the body of Christ, we're supposed to bring good trouble. How many know that Jesus Christ was a civil rights activist? How do you know? How many know that Bishop Charles uh, Harrison Mason was a civil rights activist? How many know that social justice, amen, belongs in the church? How many know that everything that happened through in the civil rights movement, it, 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 it began in a church? The church had gathered together in Alabama, and the church was getting ready to go into an uproar, praise God. And the new pastor, amen, who trying to move into his house and get his family settled, praise God. The deacon called, and he said, uh, uh, Reverend King, did you come down here? Because the church, we're, we are, it, it's about to blow up. He said, can, can, can I get my family move in? Can I, can I get myself settled? Can, he said, you need to come down here as soon as you can, praise God. So the spirit led Dr. King down to Ebenezer Baptist Church. And as soon as he walked in, they gave him the pulpit. Here is our pastor. Our pastor is here. Praise the Lord. Our, our pastor is here. Dr. King, when he mounted the pulpit, he just began to talk. And at that moment, it, it turned in. It went from a, a, a mob to a movement that began in the church. And like any other movement and any other time, things go every which way but loose sometimes. Praise God. But as we continue to go, and follow the movement and just look at it. Division came and 
other things came, but out of that came the civil rights movement. And so uh, in this interview, uh, Senator Mitchin, he didn't change his mind, hallelujah, about the voting rights. Uh, Sink to the most high God, uh, we don't have to, some may grab signs, some may be instructed uh, to do other things, but our first mission, our first responsibility is to pray. Because the scripture says where two or three are gathered. Uh, where there's two or three, amen, gathered together. Didn't say where, hallelujah, and there's no private interpretation of the word. But I know as the body of Christ and the way that I am projecting it right now, wherever two or three are gathered together with one mind, with one accord, in one place, we can begin to pray and God will hear our prayers. Hallelujah. So he didn't change his mind. Uh, then we have Vice President uh, Harris who visited Central America and Mexico and advised the immigrants just to stay at home. Uh, Vice President Harris also, amen, uh, um, she's receiving criticism now because she did not visit the border. Um, my little two cents in this is like, okay, her visiting the border would have meant what? Would have meant what? So the ProPublica report shows that billionaires don't pay taxes on the wealth that they earned over the past 15 years. Hallelujah. And at the same token, praise God, the FBI have tracked down the so-called untraceable cryptocurrency. If you watch, if you watch what happens in the news, they say cryptocurrency is untrackable and is untraceable. Well, that's not true because the FBI tracked down the colonial pipeline heist. Amen. It was financed by cryptocurrency. Hallelujah. So now uh, uh, causing the, the user to worry about uh, tracking, the FBI can track cryptocurrency. And that's the one of the main things they hang their hat on. And I'm not for or against anything. I'm in the middle with Jesus Christ. In the middle with Jesus Christ, we're calling things from the corner. Because the Bible says we should know the truth and the truth should make us free. And saints to the most high God, when we are free in Christ Jesus, we do not go to the oppressor and ask the oppressor for freedom because our freedom comes from Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that those who are free in Christ Jesus are free indeed. So I'm going to operate in the freedom by which Christ Jesus has set me free because I believe that they nailed him in his hands. I believe that they nailed him in his feet. And I believe that they pierced him in his side. And I believe that nobody took his life, but he gave his life away. So, thanks to the most high God, I am free. And I praise God that we have freedom fighters. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, freedom fighters in the room today. Do we have any freedom fighters? Huh? No, no, no. We don't have our pulpits. And, uh, we don't have signs. And we're not down at the White House. And we're not down at City Hall. Our freedom fight begins on our bended knees. Huh? But we go down on our knees and begin to pray. We are freedom fighters. Uh, saints of the most high God, we need to talk to God about our troubles. Uh, when I am discouraged. Uh, when, oh, oh, let me get back here. United States, hallelujah, United States giving over $5 million in vaccine, vaccinations, amen, to the COAX to combat the global pandemic because this in, in countries like uh, Africa and uh, 
India and other countries, they're experiencing outbreaks, praise God. So I'm thankful that this is happening. And then we have a Texas governor, Texas Governor Abbott, amen. He says that Texas will build its own wall, hallelujah. Texas going to build its own wall right now and start the project 1836 and the project 1836 which does not talk about slavery amen 1836 to combat the 1619 project because in 1619 historians got together and they pulled evidence that spoke about slavery and the history of slavery in America and across America 1619 talked about it but 1836 they came back and they tried to erase it so the senator stands up and publicly communicates that 1836 we're going to go back and we're going to support 1836 because 1836 tries to remove slavery and blot it out of our history said to the most high God it cannot be blotted out. It cannot be erased. It cannot go anywhere. And slavery is still here. Hallelujah. And, and if we didn't hear it, amen, Lake Mead is at 30% capacity. And Lake Mead, hallelujah, uh, uh, Lake Mead, amen, kind of uh, funds most of the water across the nation. Hallelujah. So Lake Mead is at a 30% uh, level. Hallelujah. And drought is happening every where there's something that's not in the news, and I think I need to tell you about it. I'll get down there in a minute. Amen. Uh, something else. Uh, what is that word? Hallelujah. I believe the word is anarchy. I believe the word is anarchy. I think it's anarchy. 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 If you would look in, in Washington State, if you would look in uh, Portland, Oregon, if you would look in these two places, uh, nightly, 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 there is vicious, there is violence going on in these two places, Portland, Oregon, praise God, and uh, Washington State. So every night there is a constant, constant rioting, a constant rioting, rioting. They are attacking federal buildings. They are attacking police departments. They're attacking all these things so that Homeland Security and the National Guard uh, are on constant post uh, in these places. Uh, I haven't heard anything on the news that's talking about it. Uh, or maybe they just won't talk about it because they don't want that stuff to catch on fire and start going every place. Or maybe those are the two strongholds, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, where the anarchy is really alive and well. They are purposely and intentionally constantly attacking anything that relates to the federal government or law enforcement. Amen. Rioting nightly. But, 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 but let us wrap this thing up. Huh? Amen. We can't get so wrapped up in life that we oftentimes forget what is really important. We start over. Amen. We have to, we, we, when we get too wrapped up in life, and I'm the first uh, recipient of this, we get too wrapped up in life. And oftentimes we forget what is really important. Hallelujah. We can start to overlook the miracles and ignore the blessings that God sends. I don't know about you, but I need to be conscious of what God is doing in my life. Have you ever gotten to the point where God reminds you down the road 
after you prayed about something a month or two ago, and all of a sudden you find yourself walking into that, hallelujah, or the Holy Ghost brought you to a point and he showed you something in a vision, and all of a sudden you find that this vision is a reality. Saints of the Most High God, we must not, we must not get too busy that we overlook signs, wonders, and miracles. God is still the God of signs, wonders, and miracles. The Holy Ghost is still at work doing things in our lives. Uh, do you think, amen, do you think, amen, that God is still working miracles in your life? Uh, so at this point, at this point, we begin to, to work, uh, to live, and to ignore, amen. When we begin to be too focused, amen, we work to live, and we ignore scriptures like John 6 and 27, which says, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting. Uh, we should give everything amen unto the lord uh, we should be at a point in this life uh, and we all are at different stages uh, and i'm not saying that to try and relegate or dictate where anybody should be in their walk with christ uh, the only thing i'm saying is that we need to watch ourselves uh, and we need to pursue and we need to work and we need to look uh, and we need to put our interest and our trust and our things that are everlasting life, huh? which the son of man shall give us, amen, for him, huh? for him, God, the father has sealed. Uh, and things like Colossians 3, 23, where it says, take it, and it takes it a little further saying this wise, uh, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. And it's easy to forget that life happens fast. It's easy to forget that life happens fast. Monday is a blur. <laughs> Monday is a blur, a blur to me, praise God, trying to get yesterday was almost a blur. I don't believe that if we went back three days in our lives and if we are able to go one, two, three, in three days and remember everything that we did, I guarantee, amen, we would miss something. So life happens fast and we get so tied up in our work and we forget about the work that we have to do for God so that we can say what Jesus would say in his final days in John 17 and 4. He said, I have glorified thee on earth. Amen. Am I living and am I glorifying God? Is my life glorifying God right now? When people see me, is there enough evidence uh, to convict me of being a follower of Christ. Uh, Jesus said, I've glorified thee on the earth. Uh, I finished the work which thou giveth me to do. Hallelujah. Can we finish the work? Uh, I want that testimony. Uh, the harvest is right and the laborers are few. Uh, there's a lot of things that are yet to be done. Uh, and I can't look at somebody and point at somebody and tell them uh, what they have not done uh, because I have yet things to do. Uh, Saints of the Most High God, uh, each and every one of us uh, have a responsibility to work the work of him who sent us here. Uh, that's what Jesus said. Uh, he said, I didn't come to do my will, but I came to do the will of him who sent me. I praise and I thank God for the one who sent us here. John 4:34 goes a little further and it says, Jesus saith unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Hallelujah. Who are you working for? If God is not your boss, you will always be in need. God is my 
boss. And we go on now. Uh, who, who, who are you working for? Who, who's in charge of your life? Who do you submit for to? Who do you work to? Who, who, who do you call on? Where, where do you go uh, when, when, when nobody else? Uh, who, who can you call on? Amen. When nobody else is listening, which brings us to our Matthew uh, chapter 20. Uh, there's a lot going on in Matthew chapter 20, but I want just to look at, I think I'll start with uh, brother uh, verse 15. And it says, if your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. If he listens and pays attention to you, you have won back your brother. Verse 16 says, but if he does not listen, take along with you one or two others so that every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Saint to the most high God, we should not have things going on in our church. We should not even have things going on in our cells because each and every one of us, there is the, the each and every one of us has got three different personalities within. and. The only way we can reconcile those three different personalities that's within us is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, 17 says, if he pays no attention, if he pays no attention, hallelujah, hallelujah, refusing to listen and obey, hallelujah, tell it to the church, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile, an unbeliever, and a tax collector. This is the instructions. I'm reading this because 18 kind of verifies and moves into 20 where we should be able to resonate that no matter what is going on within the midst, God has given us instructions on how to deal with it. Now, I'm not saying that anything is going on in the church, but we are going, yes, there's a lot going on in the body of Christ as a whole. In the body of Christ as a whole, there's a lot of dissension. There's a lot of gang banging. Amen. I'll just say it like it is. Uh, 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 and we need to stop that because if we realize that we are one body, amen, everybody can have their very distinct personalities. Uh, I was uh, in Little Saigon on yesterday and I was so excited about the fact that cultures are coming together. And there was a, a service and I spoke and basically uh, I don't know if anybody can remember the flower fields on I-5 around Southern California now where Legoland is and where the big hotel is. Well, at one point, that was the flower fields. And you could drive down the I-5 and you could see acres of nothing but flowers for about two or three miles. And all different kind of flowers were there, all the different colors of flowers. And it was just amazing. It was beautiful, too, uh, for the eyesight. And I thought about the different cultures. And I believe that God wanted us, I believe that the cultures, the different, hallelujah, ethnicities and cultures that are here in the world, if we could get like the flower fields because those flowers never fought each other. Every color was represented in its own right and in its own state. And I believe that the body of Christ should gather like that. And I believe that it starts at home, praise God where we're cultivating our children and where we were cultivated. Then it moves from the home, and then it's reinforced in the church. It's reinforced in the school. It's reinforced in the workplace. But thank to the most high God, this thing is derailed. And I believe that prayer can bring it back online. Thank you, Jesus. 
if he prays, if he pays no attention to them, refusing to listen and obey, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and an unbeliever and a tax collector. Verse 18 says, I assure, hallelujah, I assure you, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, whatever you bind, hallelujah, forbid to declare to be unfair proper and unlawful. Whatever you solemnly say, hallelujah, to bind on earth, we forbid and we declare, we forbid it and we declare it to be unproper, improper and unlawful. Well, there are some things that are going on in our nation. Yes, we can go and do the public thing, but I believe it starts privately. And if we just remember that a lot of things are going on, but where two or three are gathered together, the Bible says, here I am, Jesus, he's in our midst. So we can forbid, hallelujah, we can declare things to be improper and unlawful on the earth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Already, they've already been bound in heaven. And whatsoever we loose, amen, what we permit and declare, to be lawful on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven. This is the word of God where two or three are gathered together. This binding and this loosing, it refers to it, uh, more clarification is given from this. Uh, it's binding and loosing. It refers to the decision of churches in conflict. Hallelujah. Churches in conflict. So the individual church and the church as a whole. Hallelujah. When we have conflict among believers, there is no court of appeals beyond the church. I've been involved in many church things, and sometimes the church wants to bring the civil law into it. And the very, very, I'll say the judge who operates in the spirit of the law, he will determine whether there is a governance body in the church. And when that judge finds and discovers that there's a governance body in the church, what that judge does, even though the church has brought it inside, amen, and it's two churches, it's sometimes a hierarchy, amen, those that are in charge, and then the church subordinate. And I only say hierarchy and subordinate because, you know, uh, the church usually has a structure. And so that judge now refers back to the structure in the body of Christ, in the spirit of the law. And he says, look, I believe you all have some mechanisms within yourself to take care of this issue. I will not allow you to bring this in my court of law and allow, try to get me to step into this act. And it is not what God would have me to do. Saints of the most high God, we have to take active. No, we have to, we have to be active. We have to take action. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We have to take action, first of all, in our own lives. And when I say take action, saints, I mean when the Spirit of God is told us that we need to do something, whatever the Spirit of God is unctioning us to do, we must do. Because if we don't do it, it is as if we are denying God's precedence in our lives. We are denying the hierarchy of God 
through the Holy Ghost to speak into our lives, giving us direction to help move me out of a conflict in my life. Y'all don't hear me this morning. Conflicts, we are in conflict in our lives. And every time conflict comes, it comes with consequences. And sometimes the conflicts that we find ourselves in is because of the decisions that we have made. And so in that process, God allowed grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. The grace which allowed Jesus Christ to go to the cross. And because Jesus Christ went through the cross, now I have an advocate with the Father. And I can go to the Father and talk to the Father and confess my sins and repent and ask for forgiveness and he said your sins will be forgiven you as far as the east is from the west and I throw it into the sea of forgetfulness and I'm not going to bring it up before you anymore so where two or three are gathered together there I am in the midst and so 19 begins it this way he said again I say to you that if two believers on earth agree that that is a in one mind and in harmony about anything that they ask. Hallelujah. Within the will of God. Hallelujah. So saints, I'm just taking this word, amen, that's been written and over 500 years and many different writers and we have enough evidence to back up and to prove that Jesus is alive. Jesus is real. His word is real. It was spoken and it's not been erased through the archives of time. We have more empirical data that this Bible is real than any other writings anywhere. And because the Bible is real, that means Jesus is real to me. I don't know about anything else, but I know that Jesus is real. And saints to the most high God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. And here we are at verse 20. He says, for where two or three, where two or three are gathered together in my name, that's mean meeting together as followers. Are we meeting together this morning as followers of Christ? Are we here because we follow Christ? Are we here because we love the Lord? Are we here because the Holy Ghost unctioned us to get up early in the morning and come here? God so purpose for us to be here this morning. And I thank God for the meeting. He says, I'm there among them. God, we thank you. We thank you for being real to us today. Jesus is real. I know the Lord is real to me. And saints of the most high God, I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know that, that sometimes we think. Uh, this, all this morning, I was just thinking about everything that's going around here. I was here this morning since about 5 a.m. About 5 a.m., 5.30. And saints, uh, th there's been need. There's been need. There's been need. And as I was coming in, amen, this morning, I had the... The, the news, and I, I thought I had a direction to go, but all I heard was where two or three are gathered together, there I am in the midst. Uh, as I got on the freeway this morning, as I got on the freeway this morning, on the 15, I uh, rode about five and a half, seven minutes. All of a sudden, brake lights as far as I could see. Hallelujah. I said, I've got to get to church. What is going on? And I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. I was I was at an exit. I was at an exit. And I went down on the exit, and another car followed me, and there was a car in front. There's only three of us. And we swooped down on the exit, and just a simple thing. 
we went up, went across, and came back, and everything was behind us. An alternate route. An alternate route. An alternate route. For everything that goes on in our lives, where there's two or three of us gathered, and we begin to praise and magnify and lift up the name of Jesus, he will give us an alternative route in every area of our lives where there's two or three gathered in my name. I'm in the midst of them. And through praising God and worshiping God, he'll give you and I an alternate route. Because life comes to stop us. Life comes to block us. But God comes to give an alternate route, an alternative, another choice. He said it. He said it in Corinthians. He said it another way. He said that there's no temptation to man that he, God, does not provide a way of escape. Hallelujah. And I am a witness, and if you think about it briefly, it'll come to you that God has always given you, given us, given me a way out. A way out. And the funny thing about it with me after praying and crying and begging and pleading, the way that God shows me is the way out. That door was there all the time. Oh, y'all don't hear me. That door was there all the time. But confusion didn't allow me to see it. <laughs> My mind being boggled bogged down and not allow me to see it. Maybe there were some words from spouses, loved ones, outside, friends, some words that would not cause us to see the door. God just told me to tell you, two or three are gathered together. There I am in the midst. And while we're in this life and moving through this life, I always have an alternate route. He said, matter of fact, the GPS system. There's one GPS system. I can't remember the name. And then there's Waze. So the one GPS is there name of that one is. But then all the youngsters try and tell me, put wave on your phone. Because if you put wave on your phone, wave will always look your route and give you an alternative route that's better. Hallelujah. So the GPS, global positioning system, is one thing. But the GPS God's positioning system is something totally different. It's something totally different. Hallelujah. <laughs> so my positioning system is all right. But let me tell you how God's positioning system is. 
God takes the natural positioning system and puts a whole new twist on it. You see, two satellites have to be parallel up here. They have to connect each other up here. And then it comes down to the point, your phone or your vehicle, whichever one is connected. You have the two parallels and the point that forms the phone. And through that, it'll take you anywhere you want to go. Well, God's positioning system works as such. Father, Son, and is up here. Parallel. My heart, your heart, is down here. The triangle. God's positioning system. And so when the father, son, they stay connected. And when I tune in and get connected, the spirit of God will lead me and guide me and direct and always give me that alternate route that I need in life. And it's the best route, standing all over the place. Where there's two or three, where there's two or three gathered together, there I am in the midst. I don't know where you are, and I don't know what God is giving to you today. But I know that if you're here in the building, God has brought you. God has brought you. And this day, we're here. Tomorrow is not promised. And so today, if it rests in your heart, if anyone wants to activate their faith and walk down, I offer that opportunity to you. If you're okay right where you're standing, it's okay. And I feel that there might be somebody that just wants to come down. And the act of coming down today is like putting on the GPS. You know, I can think I know where I'm going, like I do a lot. And uh, my wife, Belinda, she'll punch it in. <laughs> uh, she'll say, do you know where you're going? Yeah, baby, I know. she go, yeah, baby. To make sure that we get the right place. And I don't know if that's you. I don't know if that's us today. I'm, 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 matter of fact, I'm standing both places. But I don't know if uh, we just want to make sure. You know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and that point in our hearts. And yes, you're right. No matter where you are, huh, those parallels meet the point. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your love, your kindness, your tender, sweet mercy, more precious than silver or gold. Father God, it's in you that we move and have our being. We thank you, Father God, that where two or three are gathered together, you're there with us. You're in the midst. Hallelujah. Where two or three are gathered together, meeting as followers of Christ. Father, you are there among us. And we thank you for it. And when, because you're here, God, we can praise your name. We can say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It makes no sense to us because sometimes we don't feel like a hallelujah. Sometimes we don't feel like a thank you, Jesus. But God, that's all we know to do because we believe in your son, Jesus Christ. We believe that he died on the cross. We believe that his blood was shed. And we believe that he's sitting at your right hand. We believe he's an advocate for us. And we thank you for surely goodness and mercy. We thank you for love and kindness. Hallelujah. As we say, God, 
We invite you into our lives. And Father God, we continue to pray from the White House to every state in this nation, every civil, uh, every council person, every mayor, the civic government, our leadership in the body of Christ, no matter where they may be or what the reformation or denomination is, Father God, we pray right now because two put away a thousand. I mean, one put away a thousand, two put away 10,000. Father, we thank you right now for this day. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of, uh, uh, forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Create within us a clean heart. Renew the right spirit that our prayers not be hindered. Oh God, encourage today in the name of Jesus. God, we're yet holding on and believing and trusting God that you can do great things in us, through us, by us, and for us. We thank you, Father God, that we're in the land of the living. We thank you that we of the body of Christ. We thank you, Father God, that we look to the hills for which cometh our help, and we say, help, Lord, help, Lord, help in the body. Help, Lord, help, Lord, help, help legislation. Help, Lord, help, Lord, help re regulate this thing, God. Uh, God, thank you. Hallelujah. You can turn the keys of hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, the public servants. Uh, God, in this one nation, under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, standing God, we're standing today as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus in these United States of America where we have rights, Father God. But our rights are even out of this world. We thank you for our heavenly rights. And we thank you for our eternal life. We thank you today. Father, this week, would you remind us that two or three are gathered together? Would you remind us that we can speak those things that are not as though they were. But you remind us that each and every one of us play an active role in advancing the kingdom of God. God, I'm asking that you remind us that we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. God, I'm asking that you cover us in your blood. I'm asking, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we agree in by faith that we are going to walk in victory. We're accessing the throne room of God by faith. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. Give God a hand of praise. Thank you, body of Christ. Thank you, Greater Harvest, for your faithfulness. Thank you for once again being here with worship. Thank you, our visitors, if you counted not Robert, if you got to spend time with us on this morning. We pray that something was said that would encourage you to be victorious this week. We're praying and believing God that God is going to continue to care for the body of Christ, care for this nation. We thank you in Jesus' name. Father, go with us this week. Go with us this week, God. Never leaving your presence walking with you in Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. God bless you all. And you can greet each other as the Spirit of God leads. Amen. I'm not going to say any direction in that. You'll be led by the Spirit. Thank you again on behalf of myself. I thank God for my wife, Glenda, who's here. Amen. Praying for me, helping the Holy Ghost lead and guide me. I pray.
Christ. And we're now dismissed.